I'm Thomas Gideon, and this is the audio diary of a peculiar character. In it, I share thoughts about food, drink, beer, travel, music, and life in general in five-minute segments. You can read more at the companion site of A Peculiar Character at peculiarcharacter.com. Last Sunday, I took some friends and co-workers up on an invitation and headed up county to Brookville Beer Farm. This is one of the two, I think, farm breweries in um, in the immediate area. I don't know how many there are in the state. I think there are only probably a few more beyond that. I think there's a milk house on Still Point Farms where I went to Farm Fest that I talked about a few months back. Brookville is just shy of where Dark Cloud Malt House is. That's a local maltster I may or may not have talked about that I've started working more and more into my beer, especially the cream ale that I made as a one-off at the start of the year. I'm certainly going to come back to that in a couple of months because everybody who tried it really, really enjoyed it. It was definitely a fun beer to make, and I was gratified by how much pleasure people seem to take from this very simple, honest beer made with local ingredients. Brookville is one of the few breweries that's also working on a commercial scale with Dark Cloud. In particular, that's where I first met Jesse and Danny, one of the first times that I went there. Uh, I think this is the first time that I went not to meet with them. I did run into Phil, the owner, who I talked to the time before as well. Super nice guy. Always has a, a minute to spare and a smile for anyone who is enjoying themselves at the brewery. And in this case, it was their anniversary weekend. There were a lot of folks out on the lawn as well. A food truck, a lot of kids, a lot of dogs. I think just a lot of joy to go around. One of my earlier trips, I got the story from Phil about the really interesting uh, tasting room, the main building on uh, the, the brewery. It started as an open-air pavilion at a Catholic sanitarium, basically uh, priests, brothers, and nuns who might be stressed out or need some rehabilitation uh, in Baltimore would go to the sanitarium. And this open-sided structure, it's octagonal, it's a kind of cool beam construction, uh, was on site. And they would go, they would enjoy music out under this pavilion. Some years back, the former owners of the land where Brookville stands now, if I remember this right, purchased the pavilion uh, and moved it to uh, Brookville, Maryland. I want to say it was one of several buildings that that person had collected over the time that they owned the property. It, I think, was probably a bit uh, run down despite having been a working nursery for several years before the brewery moved in. Phil talked about basically uh, cleaning it up and closing it and then building two wings off of it and then uh, a large veranda around that. One wing houses the brewery it's a modest-sized brewery. It's not huge. I think it's actually a little smaller than Seven Locks. What I like about it, though, is that there are big windows looking into all the stainless steel. So if you're sitting at the bar, which is a beautiful octagonal bar that sits under the main part of the structure, also where their pizza oven is, their in-house food option, then you can look right into the, the brew deck and see the goings-on. The other wing of the tasting room features some cold cases and standing shelving units of snacks. Haven't been on the veranda yet, but I, I want to. Walked up to the outside bar this Sunday. Definitely, uh, I think that is attractive as we get into the cooler months. What I liked about being on the lawn, though, 
uh, aside from the company, uh, going with several coworkers, as I mentioned, uh, some who I normally don't really get much of a chance to socialize with outside of work, so it was kind of nice. It was very down-tempo, uh, a lot more low-key than the usual sort of after-work uh, socialization, probably because the guy who sort of motivated everything has little kids and wanted something a bit more family-friendly. I get that. It's a bit more of a struggle with teenagers. You have to keep them occupied. Mine are actually pretty good. They, I think, get the value of settings like that and taking a pause and having some space. Of course, it doesn't hurt that they still are able to get a signal on their phones, so we're not totally isolated and we're able to entertain themselves when the scenery was not as engaging as they might like. It reminded me personally, it's nothing so much as the lawn parties uh, that my dad and his friends used to host and throw summers when I was growing up in New England. It definitely felt like, and we commented multiple times, uh, an appropriate setting for lawn games. I think the next time we go, we might coordinate and plan a little better. That was certainly a fixture of those parties when I was growing up. I definitely remember running rampant over properties like that, fields like that. As a little kid, it just immediately took me back there and put a massive smile on my face. I would like to thank the Internet Archive for media hosting and bandwidth. The views expressed on this program are my own and where applicable those of my guests and in no way reflect those of my employer or anyone else. This show is produced from 100% recycled bits. Except where noted, permission to recycle those further is granted under the Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 United States License. That means you're free to change this show as much as you like as long as you don't alter credits and you share your changes under the same license. Theme music is Slow Burn by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0.